0: Hey guys, before we get into this week's episode, we just wanted to remind you that next week, our episode will be coming out on Tuesday in observance of 9-11. Also, if Cheryl's audio sounds a little bit off this week, there were a bit of technical difficulties in Italy, but the episode is still great and all the content is there. And we hope you enjoy.
1: Welcome to That's On Them. We're your hosts, I'm Aspen. And I'm Cheryl. And we're here to talk about life's challenges and how to navigate them. Offering tried and true tips and tools. Let's do this, baby.
0: (laughs) Hi, Aspen. Hi, Cheryl. Happy September. Happy September. Fall is here. I know. Pumpkin spice latte. (laughs) Oh, gosh. That is so
1: scary that you said that.
0: I know. Well, you know, it's like it's the theme of the season. Everything that's all I see right now is pumpkin spice. I'm still sweating here.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's kind of scary. Um, at least here in Italy, we're not going to Halloween this quickly. So there's a couple of things we wanted to, to talk about before we got started. One is that we are going to have a two part series this time. So this is going to be series, or episode one of a two episode series that
0: makes any sense. Yes, it's awesome. And it was inspired by a listener, which we love the most. We had yes. someone write in asking a couple questions about this and it was just serendipitous. We're like, let's talk about it. It's a perfect way to jump into the fall. We're back to school, back to work, like hitting the ground running. What a great way to start the season with a bit of reflection. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, deflection to reflection. That's That's what we're going to be talking about today. I have a question
0: for you, Cheryl. Do you Mm -hmm. remember back to when you had moments, maybe it was like early on before you had done so much of your work that you found that you were like pretty deflective and not very reflective? Absolutely. How about you? Oh, yeah. Because looking in the
1: mirror seemed a little scary at the time. (laughs) Oh, oh, you you just gave my tool away. You already, you know what? You're already preempting the tool. (laughs) Sorry. So, so yes, avoidance. um, Definitely. I think we can all say that we definitely avoid like the plague, Mm -hmm. diverting, shifting attention, um, you know, deflect our conflicts, right? I'm sure Mm -hmm. that we all deflect our conflicts. I know I deflect my conflicts sometimes. Especially when they strike a chord, you know, that
0: deflection really comes in as a protective mechanism of, oh, I don't want to face this right now. This is not a problem I want to be a part of in this moment.
1: Deflect, put it on someone else. Well, deflection leads to procrastination as well, right? Which is stress. (laughs) Because the best way to deflect and to not deal and have deflection in your life is to procrastinate it. And just to put it, I mean, that's a different way to pause and park. I just want everyone to know. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> that's actually a good distinction though, you know, yeah. because pause and park is not a tool of deflection. It's a, it's becoming aware of something and actually taking a minute before you react to it or deal with the problem. Deflection is complete. Like you're not there. I don't see you.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. And we'll get back to, and what's so cute about what you just said is Paws and Park really is a reflection, right? Yes. We're we're just kind of like putting that, I mean, guys, we're just putting this all together as we speak, (laughs) but I could tell a little story of deflection if you want.
0: Yes, please do. Enlighten me. Yeah. Well,
1: it's, it's not necessarily an enlightened story, but it definitely, definitely is a deflection story. And, and my, One of my bestest friends in California has no idea I'm going to tell this story. So, love you, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. Um. So my girlfriend was married, and they had a few kids, like six, and they decided they were going to be breaking up and and divorcing after many many years. And there was you know some conflict, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it took many years to divorce this individual. And the person was just so toxic and difficult in the sense of everything was everybody else's fault and the Mm -hmm. anger and the, oh my God, the avoidance was just, you know, and I would, I would literally be like, look in the mirror, for God's Mm -hmm. sakes, look in the mirror. Anyway, what had happened was when he finally decided, okay, this is happening. He absolutely yells at her and says, the only reason you're leaving me is that you have a lesbian lover and it's Cheryl. (laughs) Uh, Interesting.
0: I think there's a lot more that goes into a divorce than two friends, but perfect example
1: of deflection. Right. And so like, to this day, we call each other LL um, because it was our way of actually getting through it too. Her way of getting through it, because then we would just joke about it. Like, well, you know, you're leaving him because of me Um, and everybody no truth to any of this. Okay. Just cover for the record. <laughs> but, but it was quite a deflect, like that is, that's deflection on steroids. Like that is complete narcissism. That is fear. Mm-hmm. That is, I will never look in the mirror. You know, like let's get to the reflection part. What's reflection? Reflection is look in the mirror and reflect. Right. Right. right? it's scary to look in the mirror. It's Mm -hmm. scary to have your eyes seriously look in that mirror and go, "Uh Oh, what do I see? Mm -hmm. But you kind of have to reflect and find out what's inside. Right? What's that automatic thing that you constantly do to yourself to deflect and avoid? Mm -hmm. What's that procrastination? And how do you shift it?
0: Yeah. It's really being honest with yourself and having the hard conversation with yourself of what part am I playing in this scenario? And guess what? I've had those conversations with myself and it's been like, I am the villain. I am the problem. The problem is me. (laughs) (laughs) And again, you know, it, not everything is our (laughs) fault, but it takes two to tango, obviously, especially in a, in a divorce, but, um, you have to understand your part. And that reflection piece is extremely important. Mm-hmm. Extremely. We
1: not only learn from experience, we learn from reflection. Like right. our biggest lesson in life, quite frankly, will be learning from reflection. Right. And like you said, it, that's on me, right? Right. I mean, there is that's on them too. Come on. Yeah. Like, let, let's get real real about it. Of course. And when we do go into the deflective place and the procrastination and the shifting attention and the avoidance, right? Huge avoidance. And we, we shift it and say, okay, I really want to reflect on this. And you know, you know that um, you and I both work on this quite a bit. We talk about it a lot. Like we'll say to each other, um, okay, what, what's the universe trying to teach me today? What, is, right. what, what are my spiritual guides trying to teach me through this experience? And, and yeah, I've had some experiences that aren't, aren't pleasant. And very extremely difficult and extremely vulnerable. And you know, the minute I the minute you and I are chatting, it's like after all the other stages of it, it's like, okay, what is the lesson? What am mm-hmm. I supposed to receive? What's inside here mm-hmm. that's either creating this or, you know, what's the energetic shift that I need to mm-hmm. do?
0: right? Yeah. And that reflection is so important because if we're not learning from the lessons that are being given to us, we will just continue to repeat the same mistake. Like if you're not willing to take a look in the mirror and say, what part did I play and reflect on it and actually implement some actionable steps to overcome that, you will just keep repeating the pattern. This kind of brings me to a thought like that us younger people deal with is ghosting in dating and how many people just keep repeating the same patterns in dating because they're not reflecting, they're deflecting, they're moving on, the problems then, he wasn't good enough, she wasn't good enough, they're not right enough. Or um, instead of taking a look in the mirror and going like, wait, how am I showing up? What type of person am I attracting and what part am I playing it? How many people like, I know I've ghosted people, I've also been ghosted and it totally (laughs) sucks. It sucks and it hurts and it's disrespectful to yourself and it's disrespectful to others. And it's like also not fostering a healthy dating community at all. And it's all deflection. I don't want to deal with this. I don't F this person.
1: I just won't respond. It's avoidance, honey.
0: Whoa. It is. It is
1: total, you know, I like, you know, I say steroids a lot, but it (laughs) is avoidance on steroids. (laughs) Yeah. Like. Divert, deflect, procrastinate. I don't want to deal with it. I mean, you just push to the side. You know, that's on them. I don't care. But right. the ghost, you know, okay, ghosting is not just for young people. Everybody out there, <laughs> little shit. <laughs> it, ghosting I, is not a generational thing. <laughs> just say you don't. You guys don't get to own it. We, <laughs> okay. We invent. We had ghosting in our own way. Absolutely, <laughs> it's been going on. I know a lot. Of we learn from the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you learned from the best. Us. <laughs> but ghosting does suck. I mean, it, does. it really is. It just hurts. You know. it's it just, it's, it's just mean. I'm sorry. It's mean girl, mean boy, mean action, mean mean character. It's just not nice. And yeah, but it's such avoidance because the person that's ghosting is truly. In their own little fear cycle, right. right? They're like, like they're like a little hamster cage. What do I do? What don't I do? What should I do? Right. Let's jump out. Okay, I'm just going to avoid. Okay, right. well, here's the deal, everybody. The, the The bottom line is, you can avoid all you want. It's going to come back around and bite you right in the but- buttocks. Because if you yep. don't start reflecting and you continue to ghost, your character is just going to be in the poopy head. <laughs>
0: Right. I mean, you're so, just gonna continue the pattern and it's only gonna get worse. And, and you're gonna uh, destroy you and I,
1: your character. Sorry for
0: right. And you me. and I both know that the energy you put out is the energy you receive back.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: if you wanna be treated with respect, you should respect others. And That's you right. should be kind and loving to others. And it's it's the most simple concept, yet it can be
1: Very challenging at times. Uh (laughs) Um, Yeah. And but to your point, too, it's what you put out, you're going to receive. Right. Either either in a moment, a day, a week, a month, a year, 10 years, it will come back. It's called karma. So and it's real. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Watch your karma when you're ghosting. And, And the other thing is just live up to it, for God's sakes, whatever it is you're trying to do, get done with it. It's so much harder to procrastinate and right. hold on to it and part, it like just keep putting it off and putting it off. Just deal with it. And when you deal with it, you're going to have relief, and you're going to be able to breathe. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: And I would say like the number one tool with reflection, just to tie it all up, is how are you sh- asking yourself, how are you showing up, and then what is the universe trying to teach you? What is the lesson that needs to be learned, and be real and be honest with yourself? you know? Yes. Yes. Okay. Our question is a great one. Um, I love it. I've written down a couple of these tools on Post-its at work. It's been so helpful. Do you guys have any morning routine you recommend for someone who's just getting started with self-help? Oh, do we have suggestions?
1: (laughs) Do we have a morning routine? We love a morning Um, routine. We we have a morning routine. You go with yours first, babe. So here's what I'll say
0: first thing is there's so much noise about morning routines out there of what the millionaire's morning routine, the guru's morning routine, and the only morning routine that's going to work for you is the one that you create. I will say I tried for a long time to implement a morning routine that everyone else told me to do. And it wasn't until I got clear on, I had to try a couple different ones, but it took me a minute to find something that really works for me. My suggestion is figure out the things that clear your head and ground your body. Because those are the two things that I need to do at least before the day starts. Maybe you're someone that needs to be energized right thing in the morning. And that's a different conversation. But for me, it's clarity and grounding. And how I do that is through taking a couple deep breaths. Some mornings, it's three deep breaths. Some mornings, it's a 10-minute meditation. Um, And it could also be morning pages. Morning Pages is really good for clearing your head and grounding your thoughts. And then the the next piece is exercise for me. I gotta get moving. I have to do something to get my blood flowing. So I personally keep it really, really simple, which is like my alarm goes off. I sit up and I take deep breaths and I do it right there, then and there because I know I'll get it done. And then I jump into some Morning Pages and then I'm up and I'm out the door. Um, That's the way I like to do it. But how do you do it?
1: So similar. Um, my morning routine has changed quite a bit. The more I'm doing more self-reflection and the more I'm involved in things that just don't matter anymore. <laughs> so, so I'm waking up and I'm telling um, Alexa to play some meditation music right away. Um, and she puts it on. And the minute she does, I literally just like you take some deep breaths and I'll either sit there or lay there. I'll get some lemon water and I'll get my, my auto writing going. And then with the auto writing and the meditations in the back background. And I think sometimes you've actually even heard, heard it. Like I'll leave you a message or something. Cause I'm not yes. going to electronics. Electronics is not going to be anywhere in the first half hour at all. It's going to be completely after, after at least 30 minutes, sometimes 45, sometimes 60, it, it depends. Um, and then I'm immediately getting my work at clothes on and I'm taking a walk. Sometimes it can only be a 10 minute walk depending on work. Right. And sometimes it's an hour work, a hour walk, but I really need that and throw, and I, I'll throw some music in on my ears or I'm throw, or I'll throw in some kind of um, book on tape or something that's, you know, kind of taking me away from, from day-to-day mindset. So that's my morning routine. And then, um, so it's always music. It's always meditation in the morning. I do, I do just some mantras. I'm doing my auto writing. And then I, then I, I actually do my gratitude. Mm. I say, thank you for my day. Thank you for my ancestors. Thank you for my family living in, and not. Um, and thank you for all my experiences that I had. And that I'm having, mm-hmm. that's what I do. That's beautiful.
0: Yeah. And I would say the main thing is, is, you know, figure out what is the one thing that you need to try, that you need to start with. A whole morning routine can be overwhelming. If it's five, three things you're grateful for to write down, start there. If it's three deep breaths, start there. If it's a 20 minute meditation, gosh, you're a superstar. Like start there. You just need to figure out what works for you. It might just yes. be, Hey, I need to get up and like go stretch outside. Um, but just, I, I would you say- that look at the buckets of mind, body, spirit and do something for one of those buckets.
1: Mm-hmm. And make sure there's no holes in those buckets so they're not leaky. Yeah. Um, but, I'd <laughs> love, but to wrap this up, craft your own morning, but make sure your morning is crafted without turning on the electronics. The very first thing right. is, please don't turn on the electronics because that, that really sets the stage. Just do something for you. And if you have five minutes in the shower to do it, do it. Do the breathing in the shower. Do the singing in the shower. Do whatever it is to just take care of you. Yes. So I think that's a really good wrap. I do want to mention to our IG people out there, our TikTok people out there, and our YouTube people out there, please, please, please continue. We are so excited about the questions that come in, and we get to answer them. And we're mm-hmm. we're we're just expanding. Things are gonna look a little new as our as our team expands and our family at That's On Them expands, which is super, super exciting. So fun. <laughs> but but yeah, please keep coming, share it let's just rock it. Yes, we love you guys. And
0: if you could please subscribe, rate and review this podcast, share it with someone you love, share it with someone that could need it, that um, would find value from it. And then we're on YouTube. So if you actually want to watch us and see our facial expressions and (laughs) the weird faces we make, come on over to YouTube and watch it. All right, guys. Love you guys. Have a great week. That's On Them is hosted by Aspen Rocha and Cheryl Paletti. produced by Lauren Boone and edited by Sarah Buczynski. Love you, Tots. See you later, Tots.